Bustin' Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. we got to talk about on the big league level look this is not me patting myself on the back i promise okay and i'll be the first to admit when i'm wrong about things but uh in our little uh group of a few of us that are friends that love the nats we text about the team and, and a few days ago i texted and i said this bullpen's about to become a disaster <laughs> and one of our buddies was like about to become he's like it's been bad all year and i said no no no, no. it's about to become a show now <laughs> In the couple of days since, they gave up, I think, 14 runs and two innings to the Cubs. And then on Wednesday night before we taped, uh, Corey Abbott gave up a grand slam. They immediately came into the game and and watched another massive inning and a massive implosion happen. Uh, here we are. I mean, th- th- they started with what was a weak bullpen, Toby. And now you've got Hunter Harvey, who I think was their best reliever this year. And there's a conversation to be had there. But Hunter Harvey is hurt. Uh, you can't overuse Finnegan. So that there's no such thing right now as like an A bullpen, let alone where's your B bullpen. Uh, I don't think Thaddeus Ward was a guy that you, you could really trust anyway, but he's not around. So they're just tapping into basically a bunch of randoms, like guys that they're plucking off waivers and calling up after a couple days at Rochester and adding to the 40 man. And it is a complete mess right now. It's a, it's a, uh, the word I saw Jesse Doherty of the post use that I loved was it is a complete scramble for them to just try to day in and day out, like literally find arms who can pitch in the bullpen. And they've seen the regression here back to earth a little bit of Jordan Weems who'd been dealing. It's pretty clear Amos Willingham uh, just isn't ready for the bright lights. Like he's just getting exposed. Uh, Jose Ferrer is fine, but he's not dominant by any means and he's gotten knocked around after a good first few outings i mean this has been a just a disaster over the last few days so i I wasn't watching on the masson broadcast grant so i was watching on the marquee broadcast on the wednesday night game and trevor williams came out of the game after five innings and like oh a solid outing five innings only two runs and i was like as a nationals fan when you hear the five innings you just know it's over because that means you're gonna have to use multiple relievers and one of them's gonna blow up And so that's kind of the problem, too, is like the bullpen has been terrible. The starters don't go deep. So that means you're using at least two to three of those guys. And one of them is going to have a bad outing and just give up a lot of walks or give up a lot of home runs or it can't get a single guy out. I mean, Willingham comes out, gets out of a little jam, and then the next inning just cannot get a guy out. Every single pitch he throws gets hit hard somewhere like it's just a tough spot where you're in right now. And. You know, a good thing is I see on Twitter that there's not Nats fans blaming Davey for it because no matter which guy he chooses, it seems like it's the wrong choice. And it's not a good spot to be in for the Nationals. And like you said, like early in the season, we were talking about this bullpen, but at least they could turn to Edwards. They could turn to Fittigan. They could turn to Harvey. Well, now Harvey's on the IL. Edwards has been hurt. You can't use Finnegan every night. Like, who are you going to use in that bullpen? And if it's a one-run game, either direction, you might as well just call it quits because the bullpen has just been so bad. Well, here's how bad it is, right? And I don't mean to be rude to this guy because I'm sure he's a nice person. I've never met him. But like Joe LaSorsa, whoever that is, like you've seen him pitching a bunch Joe of Joe LaSorsa. Right, exactly. 
he's come over from the Rays organization. And I, I'm being a bit disrespectful when I say whoever that is. I'm, I'm aware of who he is. But, like, <laughs> he got out of the, the debacle game a couple nights ago where, like, they'd given up 800 runs in two innings. And so Davey immediately goes back to him the next night. Like, all of a sudden, he's your fireman. And it's like, oh, my God. You know, when, when you're saying, like, okay, let's bring in Joe Sorsa. He's the best option out there. Like, th- this is not pretty. But in that game, after Williams went to five innings on, uh, you know, Wednesday night against the Cubs to end that series at, at Wrigley, you know, uh, Jordan Weems came in and gave up a run. Then they went to La Sorsa. Then Mason Thompson threw 30 pitches and just he couldn't get a third out. He, he had two-thirds of an inning, a couple hits, four earned runs, but he left runners on. The bases were loaded, and that's when Abbott came in and gave up the grand slam. So all those runs – you know, three more of them get charged to Mason Thompson for the four Ernie's. But yeah, it's it's just it it doesn't matter who you go to. You're just kind of choosing uh whose ERA do you want to hurt tonight? You know, <laughs> if you're Davy at this point. And if you look in the last week, Jose Ferrer in his last three appearances has given up seven hits and four runs in two innings. Uh Paolo Espino went to the shelf. Uh they said he had something wrong with his I think it was his right ring finger, but in, in three and a third innings, he had given up 12 hits and 10 runs. Like he was just wearing it. Uh, Finnegan had thrown well Thompson before the implosion had thrown well. Now his ERA will be in the double digits this week. Uh, Weems has given up now five runs in three innings. Willingham's given up five runs in two and a third. Abbott has given up, I think four runs in his last three innings pitched. Like, it, it's, it's really bad right now. I mean, I don't remember their bullpen being in this, bad estate where like other than Finnegan maybe Thompson uh, even though he's not throwing well right now but like who who are you happy to see like who's exciting to watch I'm not even talking about who do you trust to keep a one-run lead like when they come out of the bullpen who are you like oh cool he's in the game I'll watch him like no it's it's the opposite of that it's just a bunch of dudes who are not going to be on this team in a year hopefully and certainly beyond that who are going to give up crooked numbers, basically. Yeah, and it's it's not a good spot to be in because you've got young starters in the you know rotation right now and Gore and Gray good point. and Irvin. And those guys, you don't want to tax their arms, so you don't want to leave them out there too long. But at the same point, you're like, man, can you give me a little bit of length? And even your guys that are supposed to be horses, like Trevor Williams seems to struggle in the first inning of every game, and so his pitch count gets high right out of the gate. And then he's a decent starter after that. But if he could get through the first inning, maybe he could give you some length, but he hasn't done that recently. And then Corbin's the same thing. Like he had a decent outing against Chicago, but you know, maybe it's something you pull him after what was it? The sixth inning, but you really need him to go seven. You need really these guys to go seven and eight innings and you're just not getting that. So, you know, I think this is on both sides of that. The bullpen obviously needs to pick up their, you know, figure it out. But at the same point, like the starters also have to give you a little bit more length, but it's just not a good spot to be in for the Nationals pitching right now. And to be honest with you, depending upon what happens at the deadline, it could get even uglier because what happens if you deal one of these guys? There's only three dudes they trust. Two of them are on the shelf and the other one might get dealt. So they probably should. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, like if you can get something decent for Finnegan, do it. Or, you know, I mentioned on the last pod, like I know Hunter Harvey's just got placed on the injured list, but doesn't mean he's out for the year. I mean, if yeah. a team feels like he'll be back in a few weeks, like we've seen that. I'm pretty sure Dan Hudson was on the injured list when the Nats acquired him the year that he went uh, and, and pitched and got the final out in the World Series. Um, 
Well, there was definitely a pitcher they traded for. Might have been the guy who came off the injured list and hurt himself and like running the bases the first game. Do you remember that? I don't know. Uh, it was like that the same year of Hudson. I, I want to say it was a guy. Oh, who, his first and last name both started with an R. I could be making all of this up. I know who but, you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, I'll have to pull it in a second. But he hurt himself uh, like running the bases on his first game back. Well, and part of me wonders, I don't think that there was anything that, you know, anything fishy going on. But with Harvey, be a little extra cautious, because if someone throws you, you know, a nice little deal, you might take it at the deadline. So, you know, obviously he's not feeling great. Obviously he had some, what was it, the triceps and some forearm stuff. So he might have gone on the IL either way. But I'm sure they weren't opposed to just throwing him on the IL saying, look, we'll throw him on the shelf for two weeks to try for sure to keep him healthy. If a team wants to throw something at us for them, then we'll take that. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if they choose to deal either of these guys. If some team comes calling, if maybe all, you know, two or three of those guys get moved, depending upon what teams want. I mean, <laughs> it might get real ugly grants at the end of this season with what they're trotting out there on the back end of that bullpen. Rowanis Elias. You remember that guy? I do not actually know. Okay, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna make I'm gonna confirm right now. Um, injury running. Let's see. Yes, there it is. Sephra's hamstring injury. They traded for him when they traded for Dan Hudson on that same deadline day. And he came in, and I'm pretty sure he was already hurt. And then the first game he came back, or the second game, maybe it thrown okay, but he got hurt like running the bases, literally, and it was like you got to be kidding me with this. <laughs> so he did not help them a whole lot thereafter, as you can imagine, as they went on their run. 